Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Whee! Let's go. Morning. Good morning. Cold. Oh, I just punched Oops. myself right in the microphone. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. An oh, act of self Sorry, Steve. That's a, podcast. I'm going to put that wire in another place. I'm going to check that's working because we're right. right at the beginning. And we're just, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, no we're problem. We're so keen to get off. Oh. We started just hitting each other randomly. I hope that the recorder still works. Certainly nearly ripped the ear off the head. With Paul Tonkinson and Rob Deering. It's really cold. It's a cold morning. 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 <laughs> no, midday. <laughs> well, I haven't had lunch yet. <laughs> As I've just pointed out, it's actually midday. Did you hear him call, him, call me billionaire? Always has that call him billionaire? I just don't know why. why he always he calls <laughs> you either billionaire or millionaire. Which I think he means in a nice way, but it always hurts. Yeah. You always see my bank statement. It's meant to be kind of an aspirational and feel-good bit of banter. <laughs> just points out to the positive. <laughs> It's too soon. So it is a. It's still October, isn't it? But this day is a little taster of of November. Yeah, we're approaching winter without a shadow of a doubt. The clocks have gone back. It's entirely grey. We're going to head out um, east to Hackney Marshes. Yes. Um, We've gone back to normal fitness. You know, my marathon was a couple weeks ago, so I've just got the normal levels of pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you? Have you been running this way? Yeah, I've been doing bits and bobs. I went to uh, I went to Edinburgh. I did oh, yeah. uh, I did the gigs there, so I did a bit of Arthur's Seat, which I really enjoyed. Enough, did you get right to the top? Yeah, I went to the top of Arthur's Excellent. Seat a couple of times, and just sort of you can easily just run for an hour, an hour and a half, just round there. Just it doesn't feel really good. It just feels you feel yourself getting really solid. Edinburgh people know, it. but it's basically a mountain in a park, isn't it? It's incredible. Yes. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's really like it. it really is lovely. And uh, slightly coming off a bit of a two-bottle Sunday, even though this is Tuesday. Ah. It's a two-day hangover, two-bottle Sunday scenario. Impressive. Impressive. Yeah. Have you Not done really, since though. Sunday? Not really. Were you drinking in Scotland? No, I was, I was just back at home. George is back for the half term. Is, is that this week or last week? He's back as we speak. He's, he's back as we speak. My yeah. kids have just come back to school. Yeah, he's back as we speak. Here we yeah. go. That way, go left. So uh, we're going up a fake, the fake canyon in Butterfield Green. It's even got water in it. Do you hear that? That was nice. Yeah. Trickly. So we, so we had a nice sort of family Sunday meal on Sunday. Yeah. And then that just tipped over into to Monday wine mayhem. How's, how's your? Post-marathon booze has been going. <laughs> well, 
as you know, I spent the first four days drinking really hard. Right. Thinking, why is this disappointing? Yeah. Why is this making me sad? Then I stopped knowing that it was poison. Yeah. But then I got thirsty and I started again. Right. And uh, and that was last week. And uh, as of yesterday, this is Tuesday, I've taken, I'm taking another four weeks off. Well, I'd really like to do a no booze November. Okay. I'd really like to do that. Well, did you drink yesterday? Did you drink Monday? No. Because I'm doing four weeks to right. that 10k. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, that I mean, it's sense, totally artificial. Well, but no, I but just the, thought if I put them, a running we? event at the end of it, I'd be able to get my head around it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Let's yeah. do that. Then. All right. Let's call an end to the chaos. A race here to Greenwich. The chaos of it all. <laughs> Me and you on the, on the finish line of that 10k, the, the Mo, Mo Run 10k, yeah. would be like with chuck a, sp- a bottle of wine, you know, catch that Sunday so race. So that is the Mo. What, what, what event is it then? It's a it's Mo Run. Right. Which is to do with the Moustache November thing. Right, okay. But I suppose if we're going to do the. You know, the PR on this, I really should have read more about it before right, okay. we started running, shouldn't I? No, it's all right, we can do that. We've got a few weeks to... <laughs> it's a lovely one, you can do five or ten kite, and it's, it's one of a load of runs all over Britain. Right. And uh, different distances, different places, so that's good. But I, it's really nice for us, it's just a well-timed 10k, isn't it? Yeah, it is really nice. It's going to be good. It gives you something a bit of a sharp loosener before uh, just b- before Christmas isn't it just filling that gap between yeah. your marathon and Christmas I also love the way that I understood exactly what you meant by a sharp loosener yeah I think we all do <laughs> contradictory <laughs> yeah that's contradictory right. so let's unpack that it's nice to do it's something so brilliant rubbish isn't it <laughs> yeah it's a fast but not too stressful run isn't it yeah yeah definitely an event but something that fits into the kind of off season yes yeah um so that's what we're going to do but then. Yeah, that's but if we, but four if weeks we can do a little, if we can do a four weeks booze fast before then, that'll be great. It's yeah. good to do it together because we can kind of leapfrog. You know what I mean? I'll be, yeah. you'll be very strong on weekdays, and yes. then when you get to Sunday, I'll be saying, "Well, oh, oh, no, and, and then we get, and then we get run over." Oh my God! I'm going to watch him get run over. Ah. Okay. wire again. That's annoying. Could have put that somewhere else. I've noticed though. Remember, I was complaining about the colour of these shoes. Yeah. See how they go with the ice cream on this top. Yeah, they do. They look really nice. It's yeah. quite nice I, I, look. I think that might be one of my favourite London Marathon T-shirts. Yeah, it was really good. Just it, the, it's just. It's what is it? 2016. With the yeah. ice cream on it. It's kind of sort of a bit disco and a bit camp as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. There's something about. It. I, I just it's really like them. And also, like the pink uh, another level, the kind of literalness of it is great. Yeah. The people are the sprinkles. The river is the yes. is the blue sauce. The ice cream says 26.2. The flake is Big Ben, and right. the cone is an upside down shard. I've you never know, looked at it like that. So much detail. I've honestly never. Yeah, you I've just thought, I've just thought, that's a nice cream on a T-shirt. Yeah, and next time <laughs> you see it, you're going to go, oh, that's as fascinating as I've been with it. Yeah. That's great. It gives, it gives a little bit more every time. Well, I don't want to... So, so, yeah, are we going to ring each other as sponsors, then, if we feel the, the urge to booze? <laughs> no, gonna, I hope it's not going to be like that. <laughs> that's what you can do. Hello, my name's... Rob Deering and I do not identify as an alcoholic. The thing is, it's all right when you're still hungover. It's in a f- it's those trigger days, isn't it? Yeah. And also, you know, it sounds days. disastrous and more still not drinking, but I'm very aware at the moment that I'm in a, 
I'm, fu- <laughs> I'm in a post-marathon phase. Yes. Just yeah. working out what I'm going to do next with my yeah, life. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Each and there's a real balance to that. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing loads of exercise and loads of running, but still feeling like I'm recovering and taking time off, you know. Which you have been, really. It, yeah, you've got to recover, yeah. We're loose and sharp. Yeah, you've got to kick back, yeah. I noticed also that... Weak. Have you knew those knees? Hadn't noticed that stuff about the ice cream. Did you know you've got big bird poo on your top? Mm, not re- oh! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> is, is, that, that, is that lucky? It's really lucky. Well, I don't know. I mean, how long has it been there? I don't know. Lucky, and, and it, then it's it borders over into worrying after the first couple of weeks. It must have happened yesterday when I was out <laughs> running in the uh, in the woods. And you didn't notice? No, I didn't notice, no. <laughs> the Did you? So here we are just yeah. running plastered in bird poo. Well, I, <laughs> I don't think I've got any on me now, but I sure... Did you see... Online, I fell over into poo the other day. I saw that. I, th- I didn't actually see the results of that. Was that where was that? Where well, talking of the blooming yin and yang of post-marathon running, I was staying in that house in Wales that I've sat before. We talked about it. Yes. But yeah. my friends are there. Selfishly, yeah. they were in their house. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How dare they? They on staying in their and own my home. friend got me to go to Wales to do a gig for the WI. Right. Oh, yeah. I think maybe we should come back to that. Yes. Yeah. That's that's parked <laughs> as a subject, <laughs> along with my own Wiley and running behind hearse and uh, driving behind hearses. Yes. Okay. Good. Driving behind hearses is good because I know what that is. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I went for my run there from yeah. uh, the spring. It was a key training run for London. Yeah. And I didn't actually remember the distance, but it's serious. It's all through the country. Yeah. And. It's one of those ones you see, it was gorgeous in the in principle, it's gorgeous in the memory. But the actual run was pretty you know, it was cold. Right. I was worried I was gonna get run over. Yeah. People live around there seemed pretty unfriendly. An incredible long hill up the back, just for miles, you know, which you right. feel simultaneously good about yeah. awful about it's like a marathon itself. It's you know? good when you're training. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. I went up there and there's a couple of gates to open and close. And I turned around and Closed this gate and the view back across the Welsh Hills was just incredible. And I carried on up the track and a rock just caught my right toe. And I thought, oh, I'm stumbling here. <laughs> and it was one of those it was total slow motion. Oh, no, I just no, thought, no, well, no, I'm no, stumbling, no. so I won't, I'll be all right. I thought, oh, no, I won't. My <laughs> sense of balance is staying in front Seems of me. To be, well, I'll put my hands down. Oh, now my hands on the ground. Oh, my momentum Ooh. is such that I still haven't stopped. <laughs> anyway, so I went forwards onto my hands and rolled totally unceremoniously onto my back like a dead fly. <laughs> Stranded. Yeah, with right your in arms the and legs kicking in the air. Yeah, just in case anyone thought that I still thought I was cool from <laughs> running up this hill. It's yeah. me rolling around on my back. Waiting for someone to turn you around on your belly so you yeah, start, right. start running. Just flapping my legs <laughs> in sort of fits and starts. And all on a track that was liberally dotted with the waste of sheep and cow. <laughs> yeah. So, in short, we're feeling lucky, aren't we? We're lucky. Yeah, really lucky. Really lucky to that one to Hackney Downs. So where were you, where were you gigging at the weekend then? Whereabouts? In uh, Birmingham. All right, mate. Very nice. Oh yes. So what the the Glee Club? Would you uh, would you be a Glee Club? One Fact. of the best. One of the best. Our friend Ian, who doesn't talk like that, it's just I've stopped doing the accents. Just offensive. Yeah. yeah. He was there. It's really good. He's a runner, so we know right. him online and his. Him and his family, oh, that's friends nice. of mine, since they made it through some kind of city lockdown to see Rob doing tour show in Wolverhampton. 
Oh, about nice. 10 years ago. Yeah. And uh, what was sweet was they came to the family show at the Glee Club on Sunday with their daughter, Isabella. So, and she was a bump when yes. first we met. So that's nice. nice. That is nice, yeah. So they're like, they're people who kept to see you become mates sort of. Thing. Exactly. That's always nice. And uh, exacerbated by this because, because of the running world. Yeah. Family comedy show. I like that. Have you done those? Not for a long time, actually. I've, I've done a couple. Yeah. Quite good fun, actually. I prefer... It's a bit of a subtle distinction. I might have said it before, but I prefer the family comedy show... To the kids' show. To the kids' show. Right. Because... See, I've never done a family show. I've done kids' shows. That's yeah, right, and yeah. It's not, there's not much in it. I mean, it's probably just me who's noting it. But I felt like I wanted to... You know, my family came, and it's like... It's not just something that the parents are hanging around while the kids enjoy. Yeah. It's something for everyone. And yes, I felt like, yeah. like my friends were just talking about, I felt like the people who were there, they're there as families and enjoying yes. something together. So you play to both crowds. Yeah. And more selfishly, it's a step closer to being what the Friday and Saturday night shows are. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you want to be doing the same thing, only without the, yes, without without the, the 15 and 18 certificate stuff. Yes, yeah. Which obviously limits all of us. Yeah. Often in surprising ways you weren't expecting. Oh, I can't do that punchline after all. Yes, yeah. <laughs> when you realise you're on your way to it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Oh, I just remember what the end of this joke is. Cut and paste. <laughs> no, don't do your cut and paste no. bit. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. What? <laughs> so I was, so in, I was in Edinburgh doing the, uh, the stand. Yes. It was just nice... Nice, nice club, good fun. It's a classic comedy gig, isn't it? Both of them are, really. Yeah. Legendary clubs on the circuit. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. Really nice. Who was there with you? I was on with uh, Sarah Keyworth. Uh-huh. Uh, I was on with Larry Dean. Oh, yeah. I was on with Bruce uh, Devlin. I was the only heterosexual on the bill. Right. Okay, good. You which know, we're very woke of everyone. Which was... Uh, but by the time I came on, it was a factor. Yes, right. it, it, Do you know what I mean? Because it, it's not like Larry and Bruce hold back. I know. From the... Uh, they, they're exploring. From the physical realities of their, you know, their life. So Probably to the point where it isn't stuff they could do at the family show. They could definitely... I think they'd struggle at the family show. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether Bruce would have anything left. <laughs> anything for the family Hello. show. Hello. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He was he was brilliant, as we said. He was yeah. very funny on stage, but 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 saucy and brutal. Yes, yeah. in that sort of home compare way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but so by the time I came on and said, I'm actually I'm not gay, and, and <laughs> apologised for it in a mock sort of serious way. No one believed you, and yeah. you were just dumping <laughs> yeah. your gay stuff. Rubbish. It's been done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you seen Tonk's straight set? <laughs> he panicked. <laughs> yeah. So it was good fun, and they put you up in that flat over the road. Very nice. I just hole up there and get some. Some fooding from the supermarket and run and write, and yeah. it was productive. Yeah. Was anyone else staying there with you? No, there wasn't. No. My own. And it's it's classic Edinburgh flat, isn't it? Just ridiculously big, just yes. square footage. Yes. Yeah, Funny yeah, enough, they don't <laughs> skimp on their meters. They're square meters, do they? That is the flat I was in. On the kind of oft alluded to, it's go across here and across here. We've just come through Hackney Downs, cutting through Clapton. Last time we were here, there was trouble in the park, wasn't there? I um, it was, yeah. Yeah, um, when I did my first ever half marathon and didn't stretch enough. Right. And I mean, this is the thing that Melissa was saying. So what happened to your hip? You know, it's like, well, I knackered it yeah. nine years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and my body's adapted since. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that was the fact. Instead of going to do any proper stretching, 
I, I got to the Thursday and I nearly missed my train to Edmund. I ran carrying all my stuff. And my body was so we're exactly in Dom zone, you know, it was on the Thursday. Yeah. And I got on the train and I was kind of shaking all over. And I just thought, something is terribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I got, when I got there, my, my left hip and knee I was just in so much pain. But I didn't, you, you know what it is. I didn't go yeah. to a doctor, didn't go to no. hospital. I eventually got some strong painkillers. But basically, I spent the time you spent kind of keep going left. All right, um, running and uh, writing and stuff. I just spent walking around in that flat going, ah! <laughs> well, oh, sorry. You've been very coy with traffic today. Yeah, well, I'm You're not running running out in front of anything, am I? <laughs> You're not. You're it's like I've lost the old man. Very, very resistant to it. <laughs> well, the last time I was in the flight in Edinburgh, I couldn't... I've ricked my back getting Ooh. off the train and literally had to crawl to the shower. <laughs> so he's, so he he's basically a sort of <laughs> hospital for wounded running comics, isn't it? <laughs> I feel, I, that would probably explain why other comedians aren't staying over. <laughs> Tonks or Rob going to be there? <laughs> yeah, do you think they'll be shouting in agony? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to stay. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's basically that episode of Friends, isn't it, when uh, they can't get the little boy to cry and Joey's got a hernia. Oh, right. He's got no medical insurance and he's finally got an acting job. So in the end, they're getting loads of shots because the kid won't cry. <laughs> and then it sort of comes back and they're on take 20. Right. <laughs> and, and Joey says, do you mind if I scream in agony <laughs> till right when you say action? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Friends, is still the most popular TV show of all time, isn't it? Yeah, oh, that's very problematic these days. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> the kids love it though, don't they? Yeah, they do. It's a great in for the, yeah. for the tween. Apart from the fact that it's problematic. But we tend to work that stuff through as it comes up. Unless they talk about porn. Let me just turn it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you were running. Where did you... You ran Arthur's Seat. Did you run anywhere else? Did you do the no, canal? I, was, I, just, I just did Arthur's Seat. That's basically all I know. You took me on some nice routes there, but I've got no idea yeah. where they are. Yeah. So I just... Uh, Mark just Watson has still got my map of Edinburgh because I sent him I had a lovely half hour right. on a train highlighting all my favourite runs so he could take him to the festival for his pre-Berlin. Have we seen him since Berlin? No. We could give him that. Yeah, we must. So we go. So Wiley and Mayo's off. Yeah. He's gone, hasn't he? Yeah. He's shuffled off. Also, it's interesting. Everyone called it, didn't they? But the it's a massive shakedown, isn't it? I mean, I, I, I think that lots of people wanted to see. I, I love, sorry, Paul, don't get me wrong, but Sarah Cox in the morning. And you look at it and say, oh, Sarah Cox missed out and it's sorry, Paul. But I bet Sarah Cox, I bet part of it was I've done those mornings. Yes, maybe. How maybe. often do I want to get up in that morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's gone to morning. She was saying, I'm so happy. And then came on the next day and said, oh, by the way, Trevor Nelson's replacing me. Right. It's like, I think at the moment there's just a big two-hour space right. somewhere in the schedule. Like. What, in, in Radio 2? <laughs> no, like, no, you know no, there's no, number no. things where yeah, you have to yeah. slide them around. No, no, so what they want to do. No. But yeah, that's the end of that. But Mayo's not going sideways to anywhere. He's just off. He's off, yeah, he's away. But I mean, he's a very successful writer, isn't he? So yeah, he's making films. And, and he, luckily he podcasts because we'll miss him as a broadcaster. So he's still doing the podcast, is he? I he's think hope. so. Yeah. I don't know. He's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's, uh, it was, obviously, 
incredibly rubbish from the off and never got better. <laughs> yes. As everyone who had the misfortune to listen to it noticed. And as he said, just harsh on both. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Just, so, it was just less than the sum of its parts. Yeah. They both went from perfectly successful radio shows to one horribly bumpy one. So, so, and Joe Wiley's gone to an evening slot. Yeah, she's, which is where she should always be. Yeah, she should never yeah. have come off it. No. And now basically, through a massively circuitous route, she's gone back about an hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of massively circuitous routes, so you're behind a hearse. Yeah, yeah but this was on the way here. Oh, was it? Oh, all right, mate. Because we were late already. Yeah. Well, I was late. I was Into Millfields, by the way. The Royal Wee. And... Uh, I wasn't late because I was in my house. Yeah, you were waiting. And Plus, I was dressed for a run. And there's loads of traffic delays generally. And uh, and then right at the last minute when you try to get a move on, you make a couple of minutes, you find yourself behind a hearse crawling along. <laughs> As is their right, of course. I was going to say, were well, you getting really cross? <laughs> I was tempted to overtake it, but that's a real faux pas. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a nice... Time to have a little bit of a rest and reflect on mortality, etc. But not when you're late for a podcast. Yeah, come on, fellas. Life goes on. We're late for a podcast. I don't know if the fella in the in the in the hearse did a podcast, but if he did, he'd understand. Yeah, or was a listener. Yeah, <laughs> let's get this one down. I love that. It's so 2018. I'm late. I'm late for a podcast record. Yeah, is that a job? Yeah. In a way, it's a well. job. It's something we do. <sighs> yes, yeah, so and my son George is back for the. Back for the week from Manchester. Uh, did he? Has he brought washing? Does he? Is he still at that he stage? He brought washing. Did he have to buy him toiletries? He's brought a bit of a bad mood. Ooh. I think he's just tired all the time. I yeah. think he doesn't go out much midweek, but on a weekend, they tend to go out till about ten o'clock the following morning. Yeah, it's quite a long. That's quite. Am I being prudish in suggesting that's quite a late night? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counter your question with a question. Yeah. How late did you used to go out when you were at university? Occasionally out till about... Mondays. Six, but very, very oh, occasionally. I'm getting you going past this beautiful tree. Do your autumnal pose. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's beautiful. Don't run into the tree! This Crunch! Now, the... Uh, no, but this is a, a, a sort of weekly event. Right. The 10th of the month. That's going to tie you out, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And he has been tired. And just a little bit grumpy. I suppose we're witnessing the start of the inevitable separation. Oh. Yeah, but, 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 the, but the more profound one, not just the kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're teenagers, they want to go out with a mate sort of thing, but just... That's the idea from his point of view that home as a concept starts to recede. Yes. Ahead of being replaced. Yeah, and he needs to. He's come back, he's, he's not eating beef. Yep. Which, of course, is great. He can do what he wants. But it's, again, it's a separation. Yeah. No more Papa's Bolognese. Oh. That's gone. You know that. For the, for the planet. <laughs> yeah. You could maybe change the recipe. <laughs> yeah, I could. Can I? I could. Do what you want, mate. Or he could hop on, hop on board the Bolognese train. <laughs> There's two ways that could go. Well, no, you could make planet, a Papa's the Bolognese without beef. <laughs> he won't do it. He won't do it. <laughs> See, as one person changes, maybe another no, no, needs you're to right. change. No, you're right. Maybe could. Maybe we'll get really, really conscious. But he's. Uh, but it's, it just shows. Um, oh, that's worrying, isn't it? It shows that something's. Uh, it's just part of the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, I was really thinking about this because I was in Birmingham. I went to university in Birmingham. Yeah. And uh, it was this time of year, of course. Right. And those course. memories are so deeply ingrained. Yes, yeah, in the city. It's a combination of the primal nudge that is autumn and the fact that your earliest memories just 
go on the hard drive, you know? Yeah. And he's, uh, yeah, I mean, he's in his second year now, so yeah. he's living with mates. He's just having a real laugh. Yeah. Just having and a And getting the work done. Yeah, he seems to be getting the work done. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. And still uh, working at the store? No, he's not. Uh, he left the store. Under a cloud? Come on, let there be a cloud. We want a cloud. I think suddenly he wasn't particularly enjoying working on weekends anymore because no oh, one goes out. Party, right? No one, everyone goes out on a weekend in the second year. Yeah, they yeah. did in the first. A taste of the clamp on our social lives that comedy is. Yes. <laughs> but he's. It also been. He's experienced it as a demotion to the to, to the pizza counter. Right. And he quite enjoyed making pizzas, but he was undoubtedly unhappy there. Yeah. And those factors combined with his overall laziness. And the propelling. use of beef. Yes. Yeah, well, he was on beef pizzas for months. I'm more of a... Like that. I want, more of a, I want to be more of a woke Jake than a slubby pizza. <laughs> <user. laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is beautiful, actually, isn't it? It's good down here, isn't it? Yeah, With the, really the nice. canal across Hackney Marshes from the Lee River. So we normally do this the other way around, don't we? Well, we've done it the other way around. I mean, yeah. it's one of my classics. And when I'm doing long runs I kind of start you can sort of tie it together and you could run here right. for miles without going on yeah, the same yeah, yeah, yeah. twice you know like to mix it up. but this is actually the classic version right straight out east through Newington Green yeah through Butterfield Green oh look there's Canary Wharf in the gap nice nice and then uh, yeah Hackney Downs what was the last one we just went through Millfields right uh, along the canal across Hackney Marshes along the river yeah. It's great. Nice. And these are, it's the classic good conditions. Yes. Nice guys, loads of magpies. Sorry, morning magpies. He's up with the magpies. Good morning. Oh, the birds in Wales. Really? I was looking at the bird feeder out the back. I've told you about this house before. It's just yeah. incredible. And they've got a big glass window looking across the valleys. Bird feeder hanging in the tree. Yeah. Kind of half, leaves half gone. Right. So definitely autumn, but enough that it still looks picturesque. Yeah. Bird feeder. Just a fictional, you know, if you did a fact sheet, say, try and spot these birds in your garden. Right. It was all of them. Really? Yeah, sparrow, nice, nice. wren, great tit, possible cold tit, blue tit, right. long-tailed tits, oh who come in a gang, goldfinch, Collection. nuthatch, nuthatch, for goodness, nuthatch, when you see a nuthatch in the garden, <laughs> and then went out and I saw a kite, Yeah. Uh, buzzard, lapwings, not just a crow, but a variety of crows. Wow. When I uh, fell over in the poo, yeah. they were all flapping around me like a Hitchcock film. Nice. Not really, they weren't. Just felt it was getting boring, so I thought that drama at the end. So are we going on to the yeah. field thing? Nice. And how are you running? How's that going? Yeah, good. I've got an achy, my achy right hip. Yeah. Uh, still exists. Right. But it's just totally ongoing, so like literally since August. Right. It always feels better when I run. So. And uh, the shoes are good, the form is good. I went out on Saturday. I told you I was going to do the park run in Birmingham. Guess whether I did? I don't think you did. I didn't. I think you'd have told me. No. So I was out. Too early, too tired. It's too early. I was out late. Yeah. You right. know, pretty much not not even Georgia. I was just still at the, still at the club. Having a drink. Oh, that's right. A lady who is the liaison for a... The uh, gig for the zoo I'm doing at the uh, right. Apollo came to the thing and said, oh, let's talk about that here. Yeah. had a drink with her. Anyway, too late. Slept through. But I went out and ran out along the canal. You know where we did out to the university there. It's yeah. brilliant. In fact, it's even better. They fixed up the towpath. 
they made it wider under the tunnel and stuff, so it's really <laughs> pedestrian-friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was just, I really felt my fitness. I felt my body, it was almost like my body said, thanks. Right. Thanks for coming out for a run, because <laughs> I wanted to, you Good. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really steady, again, not choosing a speed, just getting back and finding that I was going at a really steady speed, except when my mum texted and the phone was rammed into a teeny tiny pocket and my teeny tiny shorts. Right. And I was like, this clicking noise, what's that clicking noise? It was my ass texting my mum back. <laughs> yeah. Ass text coming through. I think that's the text. Whoop. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the funny thing is, this is absolutely true. My mum was texting saying, have you looked at today's crossword? Yeah. <laughs> and my bum texted her. Um, <laughs> Seven across. Yeah, she throws an answer. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. And yeah, so I'm, I'm simultaneously trying to maintain mileage and do all my exercises. Yeah. Whilst um, doing uh, still right. easing up, you know. Right. Yeah. Okay. So this is so it's two weeks ago now, but you know by last week I was thinking, oh really? Only a week ago? Yeah, it seems a while back. Yes. And uh, and then just come off the gone into this four week training plan for the 10k so yeah nice, nice let's do it still just incredible swathes of running and achievements coming in people are oh yeah we've got an loads amazing time out we've there. got loads i've got all the pbs today did you see we'll the that later, yeah. conditions in venice looked a bit peaky underfoot didn't they? a little bit yeah <laughs> a bit damp a little bit of a I'm surprised they sent the route down the canal. <laughs> i'd have thought it'd be a long one of no it looked off yeah Let's cut across onto the other path because we're going to go left soon and I can avoid further dogs and bicycles. Yeah. No, that looks pretty challenging, doesn't it? Yeah. Or Venice. Yeah. See, I've never really had that in my. I've always been quite lucky with marathons. You've done a lot more than me, but extreme weather conditions for marathons. Yeah. I mean, because you had London, didn't you? You had yeah. very hot. I think it's, it's a very, very complicated. Um, uh, chart isn't it because there's all kinds of it's a different relationship with weather to day to day right and in turn it, here we go left here. Yeah. it's a different relationship to um normal length runs yeah so for example i really noticed in yorkshire i wasn't the only person who just wasn't too bothered by the rain right i think not because it wasn't bad but because we'd all thought this is happening. Yeah. And we just, you know, you're not going to, you don't want to spend four hours thinking, oh, it's raining. No, absolutely. No, you so just you just dismiss that one. you got to accept it, yeah. But again, completely understandably, out into Hackney Marshes, preposterously spacious as ever. We're going barefoot today. No. I think we'll leave it for a bit. Is that, the, uh, is that near the start of the park run? That exactly, right yeah. Can we stop there for a... Are we going to pop in there? Good yeah. idea. Let's go straight across there. So, um, yeah, whereas the people doing the 10 mile... Well, it was really demoralising. Yeah. Which is again completely fair enough. It's just really interesting those two perspectives. So if I if you'd said so, why is it demoralising for the ten miles? I think because because they're after. It's harder to push it back yeah. in the same way. Yeah. Because they're just out and back. Yeah. So I'm not that ten miles isn't a huge run, but you know just the psychological relationship. But that's a, that's psychological. I didn't say it brilliantly. But I suppose also with the marathon. You've signed up for something epic. Yes, exactly. So the rain just adds to the epic nature of the and day. And also, it's ongoing. See, when yeah. I was in New York, it started raining. Right. 
while I was out there and then got worse and worse. And it was never very bad. Yeah. I don't think it was ever raining as hard as it was in York. But because it started not raining and the rain kind of coincided with tiring and everything. Yeah. It was miserable. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then there's... It sort of mirrored your mental state. Exactly. It? It's like pathetic fallacy. And Tony, and as Tony said right on the start, you know, the rain's good. Keeps you cool. Gives you lots of oxygen. Yeah. But if it's beating you down, you know. Yeah. If it's up around your ankles. If you're or, in a mess already, yeah. Or, or if you're you have to wait for it to start, was it? Yeah. The guy, <laughs> the great North Run, the guy from, I think it was someone from Runners World, who said they'd done the Tokyo Marathon and stood in a little box for an hour in the pouring rain. And then That's there was a big bang. And a load of ticker ta- shiny ticker tape kind of just <laughs> went a foot in the air and it immediately came down, <laughs> stuck to all the runners. And Belinda Carlisle said, they say in heaven, love comes first. <laughs> all these runners going, oh, God. Please we, we literally please haven't please. started. <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, Belinda Carlisle singing, but they probably felt like more like they were in Carlisle. Yeah. <laughs> Not that it isn't a lovely place. For all our Carlisle listeners. Yeah, great, great to have you on board. So I think we're going into Hackney Marsh's Sports Centre. I sense we're going to take a short break, are yeah. we? Okay. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're going to go on the parkrun course, yes? Cool. So, so you think you've seen someone doing some falconry? <laughs> I have to say, there's an element of doubt in the way you <laughs> phrase it. No, no, no. no, I don't think I've no, seen someone. I don't think you're going to make it up. <laughs> it was weird after, yeah, after all that bird talk. <laughs> So I saw a kind of flutter that I thought, right. that's a bird of prey. And then there was a guy bird standing, spinning a little something on the end of a string. But it's true, it was quite far away. But a bit of falconry on Hattie Marshes. And there's a guy down in the bushes there taking photos. 
It's all very it's all weird here today. It's all very arts. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where the parkrun starts. It's yeah. actually interesting. I was thinking this being here not doing the parkrun. If you ever do Hackney Marches Parkrun and go through this road through the trees, yeah. it should be noted that it's much further than it looks. Yes. It's much further than when you're on the grass because yeah. it follows the curve of the river. It's about a mile. So it's a lovely Yeah, it is. It's a nice little finish, isn't it? Yeah. Sharp little finish. Sharp loosener. Sharp loosener. I was I looking at where we're at the Hackney Marshes Centre. I was looking at the mud with football studs in it. Yeah. It's so evocative. I mean, I didn't even like playing football when I was little, but it just takes you back, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Smashing your studs against the wall to get the mud off. Yeah, yeah. There's only dogs around here. I haven't heard any, no. no I don't think they bother with dogs, yeah. haven't they? It's only about 36. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a big old, it's, a, it's a big old dog raven <laughs> with three... Three dog walkers just laughing at how much money they're in. Yeah, yeah. As the dogs just bite yeah, each other's throats out. Dogs savage <laughs> for cash. <laughs> they should play dog chumps with real dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my one's longer than yours. Yeah, my one poos more than yours. Run, run. I'm not very hot on the dog issues, am I? Longer no. poo. That's all I've got. One of uh, George's mates is back from. Back from Sheffield. Yep. Just made me think, actually, it's not an easy position to be in, is it? When everyone, all your mates are going to study. Yeah. And then suddenly you don't know whether it's for you sort of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. It's quite a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah, we had a conversation about this the other day because we sat down when I was in Wales. There's like three generations of two generations yeah. sitting around the dinner table. And it was kind of like half and half or maybe slightly more growing up there who like... Yeah, we t- I turned away, you know. Yeah. We decided our choices were wrong yeah. and did something else. Yeah. It's a big deal. It is big, yeah. I found when I was at university that the fact that I was enjoying it so much right. made it easier to leave. I knew kind of career-wise right. it was wrong for me. Yeah. Despite the fact that you I was having a co- great you were, you were time enjoy, socially. You, was, you weren't enjoying the course. You yeah. saw no point to it. And I quite liked it. I liked it for other people. Right. It's like, you stay here and do this. Yeah. I've got stuff out in the world. I've got places I need to be. Yeah. It's like my mate, this, this lad, Barney, George's mate. I said, so you didn't fancy it? Then he said, yeah, he said it, he said it was a course. He said it was when they asked me, why do you want to do urban planning? <laughs> that I realised I really didn't want to do urban planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Tough question. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Give me a minute on Can that. Can you rephrase the question? And especially because they're paying like 50 grand for it nowadays. Yeah, of course. It's the ante a little bit. You know, yeah, not exactly. Give you three years and all this money to do No, I mean, I think that's really complicated, isn't it? Mm. I, it was quite strange. There's some things that kind of seem obvious, but then you realise other people aren't on the same path. You know, I took a year off with an established place, you know. I did my yeah. A-levels, got a place, but deferred. Right. Because it's like, I can take a year off now. That seems like a good idea. So I did. Yeah. But it was amazing how few people did that. Yeah. And I suppose that's to do with what's available to you, you know. But but then it wasn't, we weren't minted or anything, you know. No. But, um, and then what I experienced on my year off was part of why I got this university and thought, this feels like a step back, you know. Yes. But these days... It is all vocational, isn't it? I mean, that's the kind of, a lot of it, governing, that's the idea, is that you go to university and train to do something. Whereas I think a big element of it <laughs> was certainly when I was there, that you go there to, to learn and explore. Something. And to sort of find out who you are for another couple yeah. of years. That's what it felt like. That was another reason why 
I left is because I felt all these people around me who, again, I really liked and respected, didn't really know what they wanted to do next. Yeah. And we're going to spend a couple of years Working it thinking out. about it. Yeah. Which I totally thought, well, that's great. Yeah, but yeah. it turns I out yeah. I know what I want to do next. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that was the difference, you know. Yeah. Which is do a bunch of jobs for a few years, then become a comedian. That's exactly what I predicted. Yeah, yeah. Look at the river, it's like we're in there. But, but my daughter Bonnie's taking a year off. Yeah. And she's found it really hard to adjust because yeah. you're forced to grow up a bit quicker. Yes. Sort of thing, because all the, all the mates have still got the structure of a course and the hedonism and going out with new people and stuff. Yes. And then Bonnie's in London, all the mates having a year off and they're doing their getting little jobs as well because everyone needs money yeah. to travel. And how, many, she, how many kind of... Friends who are still around as she got, because she's got quite a few. That's to be good. Honest. I remember that pairing right down. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of probably three people from my. I was never that, never that many close friends in my year at school. It was all right. Youth theatre for me. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which you know can feel. Again, if we if we want Carlisle back before, there's various audience members <laughs> going, shut up. There's nothing wrong with you. Think. Yeah, but you know, and uh, because we all love drama so very much. Yeah, 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 well, uh, no. But I've had the, I've had those conversations. Well, we get it in comedy, drama. don't you? Because stand-up yeah. comedy is essentially a working-class form that if you get sniffed out as a drama student, oh, they can be that a bit can really come come back and yeah. bite you. Um, it's all a bit stupid. But, um, yeah, there's people from my year at school who I'm sort of friends with, give or take, to this day. Yeah. They're all the people who took year off. It was like a sort right. of four of us. Quite bonding. And we, it was like you were saying about us sponsoring each other. You know, we were just all looking out for each other, basically. Because yeah. suddenly we were the only ones. And you've got to grow up and sort of realise things about money and just just sort of growing up stuff yeah you're sort of out in the world a little making your own decisions yes yeah working out what you're going to do with your days rather than just being shunted around yeah i mean i think i said this last time when you said that bunny was just setting off i always think about you as a huge great time for me you know a massive kind of grow bag of excitement and new adventures but really, that doesn't allow for the first half. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> when yeah. I sat around going, oh, confusion. I'll do something later. Yeah. I'm just well, she's already booked her tickets flying around the world. Yeah. So that's all quite exciting. Probably. So I'll really miss her. The nice thing is that people at that point like can go into railing, can't they? Just free movement all around Europe. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Whoops! <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. I've got a meeting about. Rudy with the headmaster. Oh, no, that's great. Later. Great. That's nice. I mean, I've actually been quite stressed about it myself. Yeah, yeah. But uh, trying to ease his passage through the final year. Has anything changed? It's, what was the... It was kind of going to games, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He lost the day, got excluded. Yeah. And we're just trying to... Trying to make sure that he doesn't try stopping getting excluded again. <laughs> try and keep him in the school. Yeah. But it's, I'm, I'm, I'm under no illusions. I know he can be a bit chat backy and a bit of a pain. Yeah. I just want to kind of establish a, some sort of relationship, you know. Yeah. And I think. But it does feel like you're being dragged into, even though we call the meeting. You feel like you've been dragged in to see the headmaster. Yes. He's yes. all the school stuff. I keep thinking he's going to give me lines or keep me in at dinner time or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and it's a funny thing. I think that a lot of this boils down, and I think we can even relate it back to um, running, to this sense that ultimately you're looking for 
motivation, you know? Yeah. You look at your kids and you think they don't want to do that. And I can yeah. see why. And I can see that they would enjoy doing that. And I want them to want to do that. And that they want to do. So I want to facilitate yeah. that. And it's the same with your own life, isn't it? You think sometimes, you know, I remember you saying this about something. I can't remember what it was. It's not being... I'm not being discreet. Or anything. No, I just remember you looking at something in your diary and saying, I just saw it in my diary. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you just get that kind of clarity. Yeah. Or like when I was on that running machine and when I'd been planning all week to run 30k on a running machine. Yes. So well, I'm not going to do that. No, no, no. <laughs> way too much. I don't want to study urban yeah. planning. And you get that. I mean, ultimately, whether they're positive or negative, <laughs> those, of course, moments. Yeah. You've got to respect them, haven't you? I don't. That's clarity. Yeah, I don't know completely what Rudy wants to do but I do know that when Rachel asked him about a new duvet cover he requested one with a marijuana leaf on it right it's quite telling quite revealing about his what? current focus what? If, we could, if we could call it focus what <laughs> we said no that's not happening how about one with a protractor on it <laughs> mathematical equations. parental win <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, he's in a cloud of numbers like Little Man Tate. He was at that moment, I realised mathematics was the way for He won countdown for four weeks straight. There you go. Always worth looking back at the former Olympic Park from there. Look at that. The Is wondrousness that? of Hackney Marshes. There's a falcon in a dog's mouth. So that's nice. Yes, there we go. <laughs> It is really nice out of the Kettle Park. I'm quite pleased that we thought of this, I think, from quite a cynical way. We'll go somewhere a bit bleak, but it's lovely today. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. It is like being out in the country, isn't it? That is beautiful. There's something very nice about that weird pipe going over the river, isn't it? Yeah. It's all ex-industrial, isn't it? These are the beds. They used to kind of basically roughly filter all the water for London, just over here or for East London. Yeah. And now it's all grown over, but it's all post-industrial. It's cool. Yeah, that's nice. It's very nice. Where are you gigging this week? Where, where uh, um, uh, oh, yeah, I'm back in Birmingham. I'm oh back in Birmingham God. on uh, Friday Yeah. doing a charity gig for the NSPCC. Oh, nice. Yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. Uh, and it was really nice because I was there this weekend. Yeah. I met the... Uh, the woman who was organising it and we had a meeting about it's just really nice to do that kind of corporate gig the trick is always to find a way of being part of the scene isn't it yes you want to be part of the conversation so it's quite nice to be a comedian in such a way that you can do some homework yeah and be ready yes yeah yeah so I got one of those on uh, nice on Friday and then I'm doing Bath Comedia on Saturday, where we last nice went in the Beast in the East. Nice little gig. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Through those country lanes. Very nice. I'm up to. I'm up in Manchester. Did you wait a minute? When you were in Edinburgh, did you see any snow? No. Because it snowed no, this uh, week. Yeah, it snowed it? just as I was leaving. It snowed in Durham. It, yeah. Because I'm just thinking about that, wondering if it's going to snow much this winter. Because I ran here around Hackney Marshes in thick snow and when we went down to of course we went to Bath Comedia for the night before the Bath Half but then it was cancelled yeah it's meant to snow a lot isn't it but they always yeah you know a lot of hysteria I think that the the only thing I don't know honestly I know that I don't know what I'm talking about but the only thing that seems to be vaguely predictable in the modern weather is uh it moves more slowly. Right. So you get good weather, it sticks. It stays for a month. You get cold weather, it sticks. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't, doesn't seem to move on as readily as it seems to have done in some other years. It's definitely more of a struggle, isn't it, in the winter to get out. Yeah. To get the miles in. But that's the, the thing about the weather and the running is 
I was thinking about my son going back to school and doing his exercise in the morning. I was talking about that. I was saying, yeah. you've got to, let's just say you're doing them. Because yeah. that way you don't have to be sad about it. You don't have to be happy about it. You just, just get do it done, it. you know. My, my post-run exercises, they're a real slog. Yeah. But I know I can do them. Yeah. And I allow time to do them. So I can just ignore myself and then they're done. And then I'm pleased with myself. I was writing recently. I was up making notes on the ooh, on the on the That's book. And uh, there's no bell there. It annoys you when they give you a warning bell, and then it annoys you when they don't. What do you want from them? Bob? Yeah, what do I want? Even when that guy's yeah. dead and in, and in, on his way to his funeral, he's going to annoy you by blocking the traffic. Podcast coming through. <laughs> We've got to record this. It's work. In a way, it's work. No, I was really training to beat three hours for the marathon and we did this really long yeah. interval track session oh, at the club. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. I spent the sort of evening chasing very good uh, club runner Sarah who's like regularly beating three hours and just very very good runner yeah. and I was just saying I find these sessions really at the end I, was like, <laughs> I find these sessions really hard. Yeah. She said just don't think about it. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> Obviously, it hurts. Obviously, sometimes it, it, just, 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 just do it. When you see really good runners, you sense they're not thinking that much, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Do you that's know what right. I mean? They're just flowing, aren't they? Yeah, that's right. No, I think it's a funny thing, and I think that that that's not just about training and hard running. I think that's part of the the mental health factor of running. Is yeah. The weirdest thing is it's about. It's kind of about ignoring yourself. Go left here. It can be, certainly. Yeah. There's that sort of mindfulness. I think that there... Because we know it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I think sometimes think... I mean, I don't know. Certainly not... I suppose I wouldn't use the word mindfulness. I don't want to misuse it. You know what I mean? But right. It's, when people talk about it, I kind of think there's an externalisation to it. It's almost... It's mindful of everything except yourself. Yes. You know, it's like, it's like Buddhism. Like the Buddhist, all the Buddhist monk stuff. It's all about you completely denigrate yourself. Yeah. You just wind yourself down so that you're so that you're just kind of moving through the surrendering to, to the motion. Yeah. And in real terms, that can mean exactly that. Yeah. The two voices in your head, you know. Yeah. God, I'm tired. My legs really hurting. And the other voice in your head says, "So." Yeah. <laughs> what was your mantra? Everything's green. All systems are going. Yeah, all lights are green. All systems are going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you ask me at mile 22, in which right. case, all lights are um, green, some yellow. Yeah. All systems are. Well, I just, I think I'm having a nap. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, basically that. And that. Someone was on. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember who it was. I was chatting online this morning with someone saying about a friend. I was talking to you yesterday about how you can do everything. You know, you do all your training, all whatever you do. Yeah. Uh, psychologically, take time off work, eat the right food, whatever. Yeah. Get everything to the perfect pitch. Yeah. And then life will get in your way. You know, you catch you a cold, do, yeah. you miss a train, the weather's yeah. really bad, whatever else. You know, you might end up having to cancel the run. You certainly might end up not having the run you hoped for. And uh, morning, Magpie. Um, you have to play that card. And I remembered, and we said we totally said this before, but we haven't said it for a long time. I think the best analogy for that is a birth plan. Yeah. And, and for a long run or a marathon. Is that, yeah. You can do all the prep. And you should do yeah. all the prep. <laughs> yeah. You should be preparing. You should be aiming for a best-case scenario. Yeah. But you all the time... Ready for the fact that that could just disappear in yeah. a moment. Yeah. And then you're just going to have to change your plan because you're still having that baby. But yeah, and also <laughs> doing all the prep prepares you to work out what the best case scenario is 
in now this scenario that's no longer the best case. Yes, that's you know, right. That's right. <laughs> you've got all that information and training and so you can adjust because you always want to get the best out of yourself on the day. You've got to stay flexible. The day might change. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Well, that's, that, that, that's nice you said that because that reminds me of something else we had the other day. When, we were t- when I was, I don't want to get into repeat myself because I haven't heard our last my marathon report. But we got onto Stanislavski. All right. You yeah. know the whole kind of rehearse and prepare, yeah. do all your method acting, do everything, learn your lines. Yeah. To that, so you know them like the back of your hand. So you can forget. Them. So that in performance, it's like jazz. Yeah. Just falling off. You. Luck. You're weaving around the road. Uh, you're I can quote the water ed- stations. Ed- you're running backwards. Yeah. Just, just Take, I took my clarinet. Having a laugh. <laughs> One man band, you got your little drum attached to your back. I said in the mode once said, Fortune favours the prepared. <laughs> so it's going to be quite loud, isn't it, when we go across this covered over cattle grid? <laughs> Waltham Stone Marsh. Oh, lovely. Look at those cows. Yeah. There's those black and white ones that aren't Frisians. Black at both ends of the white stripe in the middle. All right. And a train coming in from Cambridge, maybe. Do you remember my great fact about Walthamstow Marshes? Great. Well, it was about the, air, the airfield. Very it? good. Thank you. It was the I want to thank you for that. It's A.V. Rowe. There goes that train. A.V. Rowe hired one of these arches and worked on his planes and did the first, the British equivalent of the Wright Brothers. Yeah. It was just there on your right. Or maybe the outside of the bridge, who knows. And then he started a company called Avro, and they made the Avro Lancaster. As in, what's the music from the Dan Busters? Let's count down. That's it. So here's to A.V. Rowe. Apologies to anyone who remembered that fact from last time, but it is a good one. There's the arches. Underneath the arches. So you got yourself... Uh, I know it's what I've got right now. You got yourself Netflixed up. Yeah. Self connected. I mean, it's brand new. I haven't tried it yet. I'm All right, you haven't tried it. No, just got that's it. That's exciting. And it, that's, a, that's a good threshold to, to cross. Yeah, pretty the late, folks. Yeah, you're a bit late on board that one, but yeah. there's lots to be seen there. What's this? A breaking, some breaking bod, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't Play seen the it. throne. I want to try <laughs> the. Play, play for the throne, I think it's called. Something of those are the two things that I haven't seen. <laughs> I haven't seen either of those. Sure but loads of great stuff. <laughs> You'll be Netflix and chilling, but not boozing. No, no, not like, not Netflix and chill. Not like, because yeah. that's a euphemism, isn't it? Yes. Yes. I might relax and watch Netflix. Yes. I'm unlikely to. And also, no. I don't think people say that anymore. Do they not? No, oh, it's last year, wasn't it? All oh, right. These days no, they say. So. Vigorous arm swings like style. I didn't see that. Yeah. Well, my arms are cold. I'm going to lift that. I'm having that. Are you a bit cold in your shorts? It's getting, it is a bit coldy, isn't it? <laughs> Did you just look round at me in my Lycus shorts and 
assess that I was cold. Because <laughs> well, that, that is a worrying outcome, I've got to tell you. I, I'm slightly cold. <laughs> And I've got multiple layers on. Have you got a warm patch on your left shoulder where the... Where the uh, oh, that keeps me very warm. <laughs> yeah. Warm with the luck of the order of the <laughs> av- uh, avian friends in the sky. <laughs> it's all about the birds, isn't it, this week? Seems to be. Yeah. I, um... I, it was just a good talking of uh, being in Birmingham and memories of university. I should get in touch with my friend Ferg. Right. And also about yin and yang preparation, right? When I went to university, yeah. as I say, I planned for it, interviewed for it, looked forward to it, yeah. took a year off, right. went there, did it. Yeah. When I arrived, a friend of mine, a uh, year younger in school, yeah. he was a good friend of mine, but then we were really thrown in together because he got a place at Birmingham through clearing yes. and he didn't have anywhere to live. And all that kind of stuff. He just like got the place going to move like that, you know. I'm in. And then, uh, and of course, in the end, oh look at this heron. It's like a statue. Wow, what a proud How feature. close can I get for a picture of that? That's, That's really good. I'll do it on Zoom first. But we'll see. Wow. That's, they're just amazing, aren't they? Yeah. You gorgeous. honestly think every time you see one, you think I'm looking at a statue. Gorgeous creature. Of course, his hair looks a bit stupid at the back. Yeah, he needs to have a little. T- needs to have a little trim. Mate. We saw one catch a fish in the park the other day. You know, just in that little bit of water in Clissold Park. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think he's ready to, ready to go? Is he? Is, what, what's happening there with this? I think he's standing. For the whoa, whoa. Oh, I see you late, mate. Sorry, wow. scared you. Wow. They do fly well. Wow. Oh, he actually squawked. Yeah. <laughs> Nick off. China hunt. Hashtag podcast. <laughs> that was real abuse. Yeah, it was. We got heron abuse. Real heron abuse. I'm quite traumatised. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so and then in the end I left and he stayed. So, and he was my uh, contact at Birmingham and right. I'd go back and visit and, you know, generally do the social life without the study. It's brilliant. But um, we used to go to the cinema all the time. Yes. Just like, you know, twice a week and you just roll up, see what was the starting gun, see it, you know. Just and. Doesn't happen as much, does it? No. I think older. part of it is getting older and you just... You just you don't get, think of it much. Well, also, I just, I'm much, much, much fussier about what I watch. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. There's a number of ter- really terrible films I watched then. And I wasn't... I knew they were terrible. Yeah. You just find the good in them, you know? Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so I did that. I was I was cold on uh, Friday. As it got cold, I wasn't wearing enough clothes. And uh, out in Birmingham... Nigel Lung, who was on with, he'd gone to the cinema, and I felt stupid that I hadn't gone with him, but it, his film had started. This is a really boring story he's so a, far. He's a good little comic. Yeah, it's funny. And works hard. Yeah. Which is, you know... Which is good. Yeah, very good. It's exactly as it should be. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's after us. He's after the food on our table. Yeah, that's right. He must be beaten off. He's young and successful. Yeah. <laughs> he works hard. Yeah. What am I going to do about yeah. it? Yeah. So anyway, I had him killed. Yeah. But yeah, so I wish I'd gone to the cinema with him. I walked into the Odeon, like old times. I said, is anything... And I've, I've missed it as well. Like Everything was in an hour and a half or it started. Yeah. And he said, oh, so and so still on the adverts. Two films. I can't remember what the other one was. I went to see Halloween. Oh, right. 2018. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, yeah. Because she was free. And, <laughs> and <laughs> <Once yeah. laughs> I thought it was terrible. Really? Yeah, I thought it was really rubbish. Really bad. I mean, part of that has got to be that I wasn't too bothered. It's not really my bag, you know. Yeah. And uh, I kind of mentioned it online, and there's potential for the discussion, but we'll go a bit further. Because right. um, look at this tree. 
we're gonna we're about to take the right and go up the hill into Springfield Park under this amazing autumn display of this tree. Look at that one. Was it That's great? Was it scary? No. Right. Um I mean it was nasty. Right. And there's a tension build. I found three things, alright? I'll try and keep it simple. One, Jamie Lee Curtis had big grey frizzy hair. Right. Now, about an hour into the film, I thought, oh, I see. To Americans, that means she's crazy. Right. Because no woman could ever let her hair go grey. But, of course, to to a British eye, she just looked pretty together. Yeah. Like she knew what she was talking about and didn't suffer falls gladly. Pretty capable. So that's that out the window. And then it's incredibly linear. You know, just what's going to happen happens. Right. I was watching it thinking, if you don't like watching murders then what's well, where's the fun in this yeah, yeah. and you know I don't right and on. and it's all sorry to be Mr. Right On it's all about murdering women I'm not saying there aren't men getting women murdered there but they're noticeably More. in the service of women getting murdered you know right. at one point a bloke gets murdered while the Michael Myers is trying to get to the woman to murder her yeah, just then the yeah. he murders this yeah, Someone, I'm trying not to plot spot here, and like as an afterthought, murders her boyfriend. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There is definitely, definitely more focus on the killing of women. I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. I'm not sure I even approve. Um, and he's saying, well, you know, it's a horror film, it's entertainment, or whatever. But if it isn't that, what is it? And then the other so those are the first two, right? Jamie Lee Curtis's hair. Women getting murdered as entertainment. And the third thing is, that old chestnut characters doing stupid things. Yes. A film is full full of people running in the wrong direction, screaming when they should be quiet, unlocking doors that would be really handy if they stayed locked, or whatever else. And it's just lame. It's not just bad storytelling. It makes the supposedly terrifying baddie less terrifying, right? Yes. Because yeah, yeah, if yeah. the people around him just behaved with a modicum of sense, idiots, it makes it he'd have to go home. Less involving, yes. Oh, it made me mad. I didn't Was there like many in? I mean, is it doing well? Was it? I think it right. Yeah. And there were, there were also talkers. So oh. I become like the old lady in the joke. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a terrible restaurant and such small portions. But, um, yeah, I don't like talking oh, talkers. It's just the most. Uh, yeah. We also had that whole family up on Saturday night. And uh, very, very noisy hotel room corridor action. And if there's anything more stupid and selfish than talking in the cinema, shouting in the corridor of a hotel at four in the morning, I'd like to know what it is. In fact... Then I was thinking of getting my knife out and my mask. Yeah, yeah. show you what I'm talking to all about. <laughs> well, I watched the first five minutes of something on Netflix. I think, I think it's. I can watch that. You can watch that now. Something like Haunted House on Horror. Oh, Hill it's uh, um, the Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, I can watch it. Too scary. Yeah, it was. I just That's knew it was going to be too scary. I was on my own in the. Well, Rachel got the bed. I was on my own in Devon. Yeah, I just uh, I'm already having a panic attack, and it's two minutes in. <laughs> just leave it. The um, it's funny though, <laughs> I should think. I should think it's good. Um, I've seen the old uh, Robert Wise film, 
um, which I think is just called The Haunting. It's really good. Is it? And there's a lot that's held back. I mean, you don't really get that in Halloween. It's just yeah. scary guys. I, I normally like a good scary film. I think you've just got me in the right mood for it, haven't you? Yeah, and, and, and I don't. I don't. It's not right. for me. So, you know... It's so my fault for going, yeah, you know, the whole thing is based on that point where I saw whatever's starting next, you know. And just went for it, yeah. yeah but I'm sure there's plenty of films that I would defend to the hilt, which would be tough to defend, you know. Roger Moore, James Bonds. Yes. <laughs> this kind of thing. So we're coming through... Springfield Park. Nice, yeah. And we came up the hill there. Didn't we notice it, though, did we? No, we didn't. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a stiff not. pull, but it's only about no, yeah, a couple hundred feet. Hills aren't about the steepness, are they? It's more if they go on for ages, really. Yeah. The length of it. Yeah. The pace. The pace. That's a good tree. I'm sorry I keep stopping. I'm going to get that one. That's a really nice... We went to Kew Gardens at the beginning of half time. Yeah, that looked good fun. It was so good. Really gorgeous. And then, Perfect time of year not far from there, was the Bearcat having their birthday right. geek. So it was all very. And you were on there with Yeah, you? West oh, London Celebratory. Good stuff. All lovely gigs at the moment. You're at the stand. Yeah, it's a nice. Bowling Glee, Bearcat. So you just say, you're, is it Manchester Store? Yeah, it's a nice lovely. time of year comedy wise, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. People back from the summer, the rooms are full. And yet the Christmas lunacy hasn't started yet. Yeah, except when the really Halloween-excited kids get in the corridor at four. Yes. <laughs> I was lucky I was deeply underdressed and my wife was there otherwise. <laughs> I would have been in that corridor making Give a fuss. I imagine myself any saying shush, yeah. <laughs> but at the absolute <laughs> top of my lungs. Yeah. Like, shush! <laughs> That showed them. Why don't you be quiet? <laughs> I mean, the two films I'd unloaded to watch before Yorkshire and didn't, but then got back to were um, The Fugitive and In the Line of Fire. Right. They're pretty old fashioned. Yeah, they're good films. They're good movies. Very yeah. strong. I've actually, after years of not having one, I've purchased a laptop. Oh! A, 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 a Mac, a Mac Airbook. Nice. You can watch stuff on that. To write on, yeah. Well, yeah, to write and, and watch Netflix. But, but you can watch stuff on it, can't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I'm slowly sort of comically underused these devices. I was going to say, me and you are really moving into the future, <laughs> aren't we? I <laughs> like with my daughter. You'll be spiralising yeah. next. Yeah. Do I need word? Do I need Windows here for, for Mac? She says, "No, no." I'm, just, I'm absolutely appalling at it. But I hope to engage. Well, it's a funny thing. The 21st century. It's a fine line with her Apple ergonomics. Getting right. really well with the iPhone and the iPad because they kind of want you to do things a certain way. I'm certainly right. happy to. But you get to the Mac, yeah, which you know we've got a good one. It's very powerful theoretically. I find it a bit bewildering. I have to say. On the one hand, you don't want someone to think for you, but on the other hand, you really do. So I don't know what I'm doing. What, Tell me what, what to do. What way is it bewildering? What sort well, of the button's really clever. So you click it one way, it does something. You click it another way, it does something else. Right, right. <laughs> and we can all go in as different users. I mean, it's great, but you just need a couple of days of someone who wants to know and knows what they're talking about to warm up. There's no way I'm going to get anywhere near the best out of it. No. I want it for documents. 
email and to be, for me to be able to watch something on a laptop. The first thing you should do is just print off the internet and just read it through. Yeah, just that whole thing. Yeah. Just to get to grips with it. Yeah. Just have a little. Yeah. I'll test um, you on it. Print. Yeah. <laughs> first, try and program something. Yeah. Uh, we need 10. Some print. <laughs> Paul. 20. We need some go to 10. Some new ink cartridge. <laughs> We're printing off the internet. <laughs> oh, it's, this, it's terrible, isn't it? We're disastrous. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. But you know, do you know what's good news? And this is interesting. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Is that um, books. They said books are going out of business. They're not. They're not going out of business. No. no. Absolutely not. Kindles no. Have, have, have just. Kindles have they're flatlining. Ruptured. Yeah. Because people are like, yeah. Because it's, they're so clever. They're so specifically useful as books. As our books. Yeah. That you can't upgrade them. You can't fill them with videos or web pages or whatever. Because that's not what they're for, right? So, yeah. So they're not. People are like, stop buying them. Yeah, they're still buying books. They're still buying books. But the numbers. They're not buying loads of books. Yeah. The, 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 the books that sell really well sell really well. Yeah. And then the rest of the books really don't sell much at all. No, they don't. So hopefully I'm going to be, you wanna be one, one of the books that sell well. Yes. Because that, Cause otherwise that means you sell, you sell loads of books. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to write another book. I tell you, so, your <laughs> listeners are going to have trouble with this. <laughs> it's like maths today. Yeah. First the computer oh, yeah. talk and now this. Rob's on Netflix. Paul's, Paul's bought an, an iPad. It's like reading a Haynes <laughs> manual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to sell a lot of books to sell a lot of books. I went to uh, the Apple shop. Yeah. In, uh, sorry, the Apple store in Birmingham to see about... You know, because I think my iPad's going to die, right. or I'm going to drop it and smash it. Yeah. Um, so, just to look at that, but you just realise it is that marketing is just incredible. I mean, I'm in there thinking, is something happening today? Is there something exciting going on here today? Yeah. There's a real sort of vibe, yes. like people are expecting something. It's like you don't get that in boots. No, you? no, no, no. And yet the effect, the shop you've, is roughly the same. You've arrived in the future, haven't you? Yeah. And the the geniuses. <laughs> Surrounded by genius, yeah, who refuse to answer very simple questions. <laughs> Hi, there's loads of us standing around. So book an appointment. Come and talk to me tomorrow. What's happening? Um, but equally, don't you find sometimes that our view of the future is really just straight on? It's it's like a. Sometimes I think our version of the future is based on what people a couple of years ago thought the future would look like. You know? Yeah. Things like a moving picture of Holly Willoughby in an advert. Yes, yeah. Like, that's not really the future. That's no. just someone saw Minority Report and thought I'd do that. that was fun. Yes. Flashing shoes on kids. Yeah. Man, not that. Don't think slowly, we really need it. Slowly happening, isn't it, the future? Yeah. With us. I think that they're really slowly <laughs> getting technical. I'm going to actually talk about technical. Oh. Someone at the club's going to sell me their a Garmin watch second hand. I'm going to have a Garmin. I've never had a Garmin didn't before. You, but didn't you get one earlier this year and say this? <laughs> Might have done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tend to lose the charges <laughs> that, that you need for these Garmins. You definitely. But this, is, but this is a Garmin with loads of numbers on the end of it. Oh, right. Okay. So it's a proper Garmin. Yeah. I got cheapo. That's the best toilet paper you can working. get. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one with the cartoon bear. 
Kiddo, oh well, let's get on to this. I, I know I'm totally aware when I was out there in Yorkshire, I just really felt, like I say, it's a real third way. You know, I was really aware of my own individuality and kind of attempted original take. Not attempted, it's natural to me to do it You're in right. yeah. my own way. What, you mean the off-watch thing and all that? Yeah, and everything. Every element yeah. of my run is kind of self-devised. Yeah. But that gets complicated over time because, of course, I'm in the community. You learn Most stuff. people know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of things, it's like life. A lot of things you learn, you find amazingly that other people have learned them before. Yes. You still learn a lot but by you finding them for yourself. Yes, yeah. So it's a real balancing act between that kind of... Freshness and originality, we just kind of sense, and not just common sense, but common knowledge, you know. Yeah. Anyway, one of the things I would do is be off watch, and as I say, it came up before, and uh, and I thought I nearly got one, and then uh, I didn't, and of course, but being paced was really key, so that's yes, yeah, 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 yeah. part of the same dialogue. Yeah. But I see some people with watches. And I totally, this is not a criticism, this is more an insight into myself. I see people with watches, and some of them look at their watches Constantly. so often. Yes. And that would just, uh, that would be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd, I can't, oh, I'd hate that. Because, particularly when you get tired, yeah. you know, your brain can spiral through kind of reams of doubt in yeah. a nanosecond, you know? Yes. And you look at your watch and you think, oh, it's the same time, of course. It's another thing to do your head in about, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Another thing to monitor. Another thing that can be quite draining of what little energy you've got left. Yeah. And yeah, I totally, yeah. I want to be absolutely clear on this because I know there's someone saying, no, I love a watch. It's great. Total respect. If it works for you, brilliant. That's the complicated thing is, uh, is that it's a communal thing and it's a different strokes for different strokes. Yeah. Some people, it's the same as music or... Even the mantra conversation gives insight. Yeah. So one thing that will work for one person would absolutely be anathema to another. I like a watch during a race to keep... I think it can help me just to, just to as the kilometres click by. To well, you've clearly about. made good use of watch. You know, you're, you're using it to measure what you're doing. You're using it for an extra special boost when you, like, reset yes. it. And yeah, all yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet... We don't hear you talking about your watch all no, the time. No, no, I'm not bothered about it. Yeah. And if I'm doing a track race, then I don't have a watch because I'm, I'm racing then. And the people, sh- people shout out lap times anyway. So you yeah, don't yeah, need yeah. It, you know. No, exactly. And like I say, to reiterate, I felt like I was much closer to a sense of how good it is to be paced yeah. in York. But then I was able to externalise that, you know, basically by following Wayne. Yeah. Bless him. Bruce Wayne. And of course, by being paced, you're kind of using someone else's watch. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so all I'm doing is doing exactly all of that without looking at my watch all the time. Without asking, can I borrow your watch, mate? <laughs> That's what you don't want to be doing. What time you got? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's like not having a car and then needing a lift, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Someone's paying for it somewhere. Yeah. So I get that. But it is, and it's like when people ask for advice. It's funny because you're totally happy to give advice, but no one can tell anyone what to do, you know. Yeah. A pinch of salt must always be present. And yet sometimes you give a bit of advice and you think, no, this isn't a matter of opinion. This, this, is, is, a, just this is a brilliant idea here. Yeah. yeah. I'm sort of... You're uh, getting that in your book, I suppose. Well, I was, I was doing my article this month and I was talking about that sort of... There's some things you wish you'd known early on in your 
running, but you've got to learn them yourself, that idea of like halfway in a marathon being 20 miles, or, yep, yep. or even things like gels, which for years I didn't bother with, Yes. until I found a way that they're obviously useful. I don't you've got to learn this, and it's individual as well, they're not, it's not necessarily... And I don't think we should give ourselves a hard time for this, I think it's about human perception, yeah. I think it's amazing how well you can know something on paper yeah. without knowing it in your soul. Yeah. Until you experience it, you, you, don't, know it. It. Yeah. you don't know it. You've had three or four marathons getting to 20 miles and being unaccountably knackered for like six. <laughs> You're not going to work out that halfway that thing. Happen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. But, you know, you have to you have to live through this stuff. In fact, thinking you know something can stop you knowing it. Yeah. We've seen this. Look at deeper things. You know, when you're talking to someone about some big thing they need to change in their life, you know. Like not booze. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not us, but no, other, someone other else. People. Yeah. Or other things, a huge life things. You say, you know, someone will turn around. It was a comedian turned around to me and said, my ex-partner was awful. Why didn't you tell me? Yeah. I was just like, it doesn't doesn't work like that. No, no, no. <laughs> you have to reach that conclusion yourself. Yeah, you're going to have to get there on your own. Yeah. There for you when you get there. Yeah. And if there's any kind of, you know, yeah. real trouble. You can know at the time. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's a tough one to... Because often if you point things out that are a bit wrong, especially in someone else's relationship. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's the, they don't, they they don't like that. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then and that leads into the bit, you know, someone splits up. Yeah. And you go, oh, thank goodness. They get back together. What you must never do is leap in when someone's split up and immediately take someone else's side. Yeah, yeah. You've got to give it, give it distance. Is this split going to last? <laughs> oh, look, yeah. sorry, stop now. You know that heron? Look at this black and white cat under that red tree. Here's the photo. Look at that. Oh, we're going to win competitions with that photo. Nice. Cat. Cat. Good. You got it. Nice. Oh, it wants food. All right. Paula wants food. Get down. <laughs> ah! <laughs> a couple of nice photos today. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, when Rob Deering, comedian, first got on Instagram, yeah. I didn't work out how to have an Instagram presence as running commentary, right, and an Instagram presence as we're doing. So, um, running commentary's Instagram. If you follow us on Instagram, yeah, not much has been going on, right. Okay. And I'm going to come clean on that. That's fine. But I'm, I'm, we're, it's coming back because we have, as you say, lots of lovely photos. And for about the last year, there haven't been none of those have been making it to Instagram. So right. I'll go back and and dro- drop the best ones, and then we'll be back. And of okay. course, we're still on Twitter and Facebook. We're so connected. And Twitter's. It's growing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Twitter seems to be growing. Yeah, yeah. People joining us there all the We've time. We've had a lot of people sending their PBs on Twitter. Yeah. As I noticed today when I collated them all. Oh, very good. Are we, yeah. Where are we going to do it today? Yeah, yeah. Somewhere good. Yeah. If you do it outside my house, those guys from the garage are going to tear us apart. We'll have to do it indoors. Let's go indoors. Uh, good call. Yeah. I like that. It's going to be noisy in there, though, isn't it? When I've got any instruments... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get a band together just for the PB <laughs> section of the show. Just really involved. The other thing, An orchestra. and I really don't want to go too soon with this, but talking about getting technical, the uh, talk of merch and specifically tops. Yeah. It's coming much closer. It's coming much closer. Yeah. High quality, High. running commentary tops, possibly available in your virtual shop by Christmas. That'll be great. And they're going to be great. They're going to be massive. Yeah. Or not. Don't quote me on what, it. What they are going to be is 
they're just deeply fashionable in that way that's very hard to define. Yeah, they've got Un pictures of us cool. using computers. <laughs> 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 Parenting. <laughs> Do some maths. <laughs> Oops. Disapproving of young people's music and films. We're still at the uh, <laughs> we're still at the design phase of of the team shots. Yeah, it's but it's moving definitely moved further along. That's pretty uh, that's good. It's pretty thrilling. 2019 is gonna be amazing, isn't it? It's gonna be huge. What a year it's gonna be. Absolutely I mean who knows? Highs and lows, you yeah. know. <laughs> Tell you what, this year feels like it's lasting ages, doesn't it? Does it feel like... Is that... Oh, no, no. feeling too hard for. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's a bit weird, is it? Years are long. Aren't they? In, in general, years are a bit long. At the start of each year, you think... This year's going to be long. Yeah. There's going to be loads of stuff happening this year, and then it happens. I can't remember my... I do think I had a year dot in the summer. And I can't, everything before that seems a long time ago. Well, That's all right, yeah. Marathons make years last long. Yeah, and the, nature, and the training as well. Yeah, that's like what when, the first when the marathon becomes months. real. Yeah. So, yeah. The first few months, that, that chunk of time. Woo! Rev it up! Rev it up! There's a lot of that in Birmingham, the whole oh, sports what? car that goes. It's a you know, <laughs> slow moving, very expensive sports car. People, obviously. People are banging into that and they're impressed. You must see a lot of people who just instantly hear that noise and think, idiot. Yeah, not, right not now. bothered about it. I mean, basically, surely that's just spending £100,000 on a device that will tell strangers from a distance that you're worried that your penis isn't big enough. <laughs> not only that, you can't really do much with it. No, you? no, not in Britain. It's literally just driven past the school. Yeah. I mean, it's like... <laughs> you can't get the most out of that. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Feel like, I honestly feel like I didn't remember the thing I wanted to moan about today, and now I can't because he's done it, he's come down here. <laughs> he's still there. He's got to reverse up now. And now, he's, <laughs> now he's got a headset with another car and he's got a <laughs> the other way. Brilliantly proving <laughs> a point. Getting into Austin Powers in the <laughs> corridor <laughs> type situation. Handbrake <laughs> it down. <laughs> Forward again. <laughs> turn right, turn right straight away. I'm going down this one. I've just decided. One. I decided just then. It's exciting, wasn't it? Was Told you, it's exciting. like jazz running with me. Gonna go backwards exciting. now. Oh, that hurts. Jazz hands. I don't know how those referees do that. I saw a referee running backwards on the telly yesterday. It's a real skill. It's incredible. Yeah. It instantly else, hurt just then. I was so abused. scared. Yeah, yeah. 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 Moving <laughs> backwards, staying up, yeah. and receiving personal criticism <laughs> from the three villa. from every direction. <laughs> the vilification of people watching on television. It's not just Villa. It's all the teams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, that was good stuff. That was a good one. That. Thanks. The vilification. <laughs> Quick shout to the his bats are good. I'm getting their house. That's nice. I am. Um, anyone who follows me online will notice already. But um, I had this thing last night after watching the strictly results. Um, um, I showed the kids the Michael Jackson Thriller video. Oh yeah, which is fun. Yeah, great. And John Landis, you know, it's a proper movie. Yeah. And uh, I just had the uh, song in my head after that. And not just the song, but the kind of slow build, you know, all the dancing. Yes. It goes yeah. on for hours, obviously. Yeah, it's brilliant, awesome. brilliant. And if you've got that in your head, just going around. It's like I was doing, kind of doing the washing up, you know. Yes. In my head. But every now and again, the music just stops. And you start going, 
and that's uh, scary for the rest of the family. Don't go. Again, you know, you're much more into the whole risk of death, and I'm much more. I'm no, holding back. It's almost like today I don't want to get run over at all. You're not. You're really not trying hard enough. No, I know. I love this street. Oh, Other road. Yeah. It's the heart well, of my little spot. This is the bit where I always don't really know where I am. <laughs> anyway, gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> left him alone. <laughs> That's so I think it's left and then right to your house. Oh, and you're I good. Really he knows. See? Look at As that. As we grr, go. GR. My granddad could uh, um, leapfrog a post box, but if he'd done that on this one, could have been a bit that of a would be really bad, wouldn't it? Snagged. Yowzers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Zoinks. That's what we do for Halloween. We watch a lot of Scooby-Doo. It's t- it's tomorrow, isn't it? As we speak, you're going to go out. It's, uh, Stoke Newton was always really lively, Halloween. Yeah, yeah, there's a big deal. I think <laughs> on here they said that Winston Road, which is just around the corner from here, is that the trick or treat capital of London. Oh, it was, it was perfect because we we lived around here for a couple of years during that period. It's very lots of fun. My uh, late mother-in-law never had a brilliant sort of post-Scottish attitude to chick or treating. Strongly disapproving, but that strong disapproval expressed with a kind of just a furrowed brow and a shake of the head. Yeah. And that carries on in Julia. So we, and now the kids are old enough, they want to go. So they just kind of go. Yeah. And we're like, well, don't do anything. Don't do anything. Yeah. Just don't do anything. That's good as well. They've gone all orange, orange cobwebs. Oh, that is nice, yeah. Oh, left. It's a shame, though, because that's the primary school, and this is the alley, and the crossroads there has become quite a hotbed of activity for the, uh, I don't know if it's a place people come to score or what. Really? But uh, it's a rogue hot spot. It's always nice when an alley near you starts yeah. to attract undesirables yeah. around the time when your kids are old enough to go out on their own. Yes, yeah, of course. That yeah. is I. Yeah, that is nice. And by, right by primary school as well. Yeah. Just uh, what you need when you buy a primary school is yeah. a car that goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know what I want to talk to you about, and this is key. Um, people cheating at marathons. Yeah, that guy sent us through a. Uh, what marathon was that? I don't. Bill Bauer. It was a nighttime marathon. So there was an element of going out late in the dark, which yeah. sort of changed the rules. Yeah. But which anyway, he was saying it, and it was annoying that everyone was cheating, but it was a great marathon. But I don't think me or you could handle that. I, I thought mean, that would really. Yeah, it, it, yeah, the odd person, but if there's loads of people cheating, and it's that would so really do crazy my because in the nicest possible way, this that we do is completely pointless. Yeah, of course, absolutely. So if you cheat at it, it only has points to the extent to which we're willing to give it point by following the rules. Exactly. If you yeah. don't do that, then there's no sense left in the world. No, you're right. There's absolutely no point yeah. cheating in a marathon. So we can't. We're back in my house now, but we're not done, are we? Because no, we've got because we're going to do the. We're going to do the PBs. Yeah, I'm going to get the washing out of the machine though while we're doing it. Have you got yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Steve, yeah. Steve, are you ready for the music? I'm going to, ha- well, I've got to get them out of my okay. weight on. Wait, not, wait, wait, wait. Not wait, yet, wait. Steve. Not yet. Wait, wait, wait. Not yet. And do get in touch. Before, before Paul Sutton is out, I say it's been really uh, so much nice. I love what Good stuff coming back. I'm looking forward to hearing what you've got to say about what I said about Yorkshire. And we want to know, as the, um, you know, marathon, half marathon season comes to a close, and running in winter is tough. And what's getting you through? What are you doing? 
and uh, anyone biting the bullet and running inside, you know, that sometimes has to happen. We've all been there. Let's have a look. This is a long one. Okay, Steve. It's a lot of... Drop that tune. A lot of people. Now. We have Lisa Hodgkinson. Uh, sorry, that's not the character I'm blowing it. She braved injury to beat her PB at the Birmingham uh, half marathon by two and a half minutes. She didn't tell us what she actually ran, but, you know. Two and a half minutes as a percentage is big. Sue Hewing, Cambridge 10K town and gown race, a PB of 64 minutes and 42 seconds. She was supported by her husband as well, husband and wife team. Oh, that's massive. Well done. Happy Cambridge. Matt Williams on fire at the moment. He's coming off a PB in the Richmond Half Marathon. He did the South, Ken, uh, the South End 10K Classic in 42 minutes and 6 seconds. So two, two PBs. Yeah, that, that was an old <laughs> Carl Shirley, Half Marathon PB of 1 hour and 53 minutes. That's all the information we have. <laughs> Alex Blackall, York Marathon, a 19 minutes PB Whoa. of 3 hours, 23 minutes and 50 seconds. That's a crowd. Well played. <laughs> Sorry, that was awful. Sorry again. <laughs> Ellen Dighton. <laughs> Stop it, we're trying to do the PBs. Ellen Dighton did a 23 minute PB. Didn't tell us time or the event. Um, Mo, Mo Yafai. Six minutes off uh, his PB in the Birmingham Half Marathon. He did it in one hour, 35 minutes and 57 seconds. Oh, well run, Mo. Good PB, good PB, mate. Where's Mo, mate? Dr. Mima Dooley, Dublin Marathon, a 15-minute PB. Mima. Of, uh, Mima. Dr. Mima Dooley. Dublin Marathon, 50-minute PB of 3 hours and 41. Do you really want to say, Dooley? <laughs> 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 nice. You did, the, did you do the Queen of the Night? She goes, <laughs> James Cash. James Khan. Work, work, workshop. Um, Got shot. Workshop. Checkpoint. Workshop. Riddle with bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never see him again. Sonny Corleone, works up half marathon PB of 1 hour 43 and 43 seconds, taking three minutes off his time that he achieved recently at the Robin Hood half marathon. Nice. Well done, James. Double, again, double PBing. <laughs> Pete Alder, PB in Trouss 10K, 51 minutes and 20, a PB by seven minutes. Well played, Pete. Good luck in this year's spring half marathon. <laughs> Snotting <laughs> everywhere. Stop that. Chris Down. Pitkin, 10 mile PB of 84 minutes and 39 do seconds. Do we do 10 miles? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We'll do, do 10 any miles. Distance. We do 10 mile PBs. Yeah, well played, Chris. Ah, ah, shop. Fastest <laughs> ever did it. <laughs> 10 miles. Sam, Cardiff half marathon in 79 minutes and 20. Two and a half minutes PB. Very sharp running there by Sam. 80? Sub 80 half marathon. <laughs> That was the problem. With Lawrence Timms, uh, parkrun PB of uh, 25 minutes and eight. He's hoping to beat uh, 25 minutes this year. I'm sure you're going to make it. Well, run, Lawrence. Just, that's just 10 seconds. You can do that. What you want to do is, when you get 10 seconds from the end, go 10 seconds faster. Yeah, just speed up at the end, mate. <laughs> Born to run at Green Paddy. That's I don't, I don't know his name. It was on Twitter. Yeah. Anyway, he did. He beat three hours for the Let's marathon. Go paddy. We'll go paddy. He, he did two hours 57 and 45 seconds. Well that's played. not just sub three. That's faster than 
<laughs> not that we're competitive. No, it is way. faster than me. Well done. Well no, done. Sub three, massive you chunk know of it. How that feels. That's that's tough. That's a that's a great run. Deserving of a really long one. Born to run in the days. Um, Adam Adam hashtag truffle shuffler. <laughs> Wins, <laughs> like his name. Part run PB of 32 minutes and four seconds. <laughs> and finally, Excellent. the last one uh, today. Keep sending them in. Rich Walden, Hereford Autumn 10K. He was actually fifth in the race and a PB of 42 minutes and two seconds. Well played. Fifth in the whole race. Fifth in the whole race. <laughs> Send us your PBs. Uh, we like doing all distances, all times. Much detail as possible. Whatever you're doing, let us know. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just send it, send it, send us your races. But yes, we will celebrate your PBs. And also, if you're listening to the next PB Awards, be sure to keep your animals indoors because they don't like the Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.